Good afternoon. Ah, oh, that's better. So thus far in this retreat, um, you've heard mention a few times of kindness, you know, of holding, meeting and holding our experience with kindness, gent- gentleness. This notion actually can be found in the suttas. And the importance of its role in this practice is highlighted in particular in the formal meditation of metta, loving-kindness meditation. So we're going to begin to explore this. And um, it's really about how to meet our experience with kindness through the practice of this metta, this formal meditation. So I'm going to say a little bit about it, and then we're going to practice it. There will be a guided instructions on it. Metta meditation is described as the practice of radiating thoughts or feelings or wishes of well-being, of kindness, of friendliness, of care, of love toward ourselves and then also to other beings. And in this practice of this offering, we're awakening love and a spirit of care and friendliness. I'm going to read you this poem by the poet Hafiz called The Gift. Everyone you see, you say to them, love me. Of course, you do not do this out loud, otherwise someone would call the cops. Still, though, think about this, this great pull in us to connect. Why not become the one who lives with a full moon in each eye that is always saying with that sweet moon language what every other eye in the world is dying to hear. So we all long for connectedness, this sense of belonging, of being cared for. We all want to hear, as it says in that poem, love me. And we can sense this for ourselves. You might remember a time or times when you truly felt this connection, this sense of being loved with a friend or a loved one or a pet or even just out in nature. And we might also remember times when we've really felt that for another being, this pure sense, unconditional sense of wanting that other being to be well and happy and when we've been able to offer that love and wish. And how in those moments there's this real benefit, this, this not just warmth, but a real benefit that can be accrued from this connectedness, this sense of both receiving friendliness and love and giving it. I was remembering this experience, which really, even though it happened quite some years ago, I still remember it at times. And when I remember it, it, it I relearned you know, what this experience taught me. It was uh, a time when I was on my lunch break and I was going to a place, kind of a diner type place for lunch. And I wanted to to not only have lunch but just have a break from work. I had a book that I wanted to read so I took my book. And as I finished eating and sat there reading, I noticed out of the corner of my eye this man staring at me. And he wasn't quite smiling, but he wasn't frowning. It was kind of this blank but penetrating stare. And it felt intrusive. 
So I continued reading for a few moments, and, and as the moments passed, I continued to kind of just feel his gaze on me. And as I was experiencing this, I was getting angrier and angrier and more and more agitated. And I started having all these thoughts, you know, negative thoughts about him. What a jerk, and, you know, he's intruding on my privacy, and I just want some time alone. So after a couple more moments of this, of kind of just revving myself up, I, I looked up ready to give him one of my most obvious, you know, don't mess with me kind of glares. And when I looked at him, he had fallen asleep. And so then I got a chance to look at him. And I started seeing him more completely. The first thing I noticed, um, and I can still picture him, what was his shoes because they were sort of old and scuffed and patent leather. And I noticed he had a couple of shopping bags on the seat beside him and a cane leaning up against the table. And he looked kind of tired as he slept with his mouth a little bit open. And suddenly I felt such love for this stranger. And it was particularly those small things, you know, the shoes, the cane, the bags. I was so touched by his vulnerability and humanness and in that felt my own as well. My heart felt open not just toward him but also him and, and in general. And in that, in that moment all I wanted was good things for him. It was a moment of openness and lightness and connectedness. All of us without fail just want to be loved. As Nikki Giovanni says in this beautiful poem, short little poem, and if I ever touched a life, I hope that life knows that I know that touching was and still is and always will be the true revolution. So really it's wonderful to have this metta practice because this, the metta practice, the loving kindness practice, reminds us of this need, this sense, this desire to connect. And it encourages us. It gives us a tool in order to practice living with an open heart, a more open heart. We spend so many mind moments, you know, either uh, triggered into by some stimulus or cultivating, because of usually some stimulus or habits, anger and envy and greed and hatred or apathy, these states that separate us and cause so much suffering, often sometimes without us even being aware of it or knowing, realizing that it's leading us to unhappiness. Through our intentions and this metta practice, we're given an opportunity to choose. We can continue to live in those grooves, those habits, or we can take up these practices of training the mind we can wake up to how much suffering is created with our mind states. And we can choose to cultivate friendliness and care in more and more situations. Now, one key characteristic of this practice, which you'll see when we, when we go through the guided meditate, the guided instructions, and actually it's also characteristic of all of the, the Brahma Vihara, the, the hev heavenly abode practices, compassion, and sympathetic joy and equanimity. One characteristic is that we're instructed in these practices 
to start with ourselves that before we offer these wishes of well-being and kindness toward others it's important that we do that for ourselves to bring well wishes of, of uh, wishes of well-being and kindness to ourselves now we've been here now for not quite a full day and I'm sure that all kinds of moods have passed through or thoughts or experiences and one thing that we can take refuge in no matter what the experience is whether it's been pleasant or unpleasant or neutral is that we can practice bringing friendliness to it we can practice bringing kindness to it particularly when we're faced with difficult states or moods or you know the hindrances sleepiness or agitation or a lot of judgment or confusion we can ask ourselves pause and bring to that situation this question of how can I meet this with kindness or may I touch this with peace may I make room for it or allow it so as we practice the metta and this is why it's such a wonderful complement to the vipassana the mindfulness meditation is that we begin to bring this kindness to all of our experience and we begin to encourage our minds in, in this in this way so in the metta practice as in the other Brahma Viharas uh, compassion joy equanimity we make efforts our, our efforts are to direct the mind toward warm-hearted easy and open attitude toward ourselves toward our experience and toward others and the practices are based on the premise that no matter how many layers of greed or confusion or anger or ignorance we have there is loving kindness compassion an ability to be joyful for others and a balance and wise acceptance of our lives that that is our true home we have this natural capacity for an open and loving heart and these practices help remind us of that help us cultivate these capacities more we're so at war or we can be we can be so at war with ourselves or with others at certain times so these practices help us relate to this suffering you know do we ignore or try to problem-solve those situations or do we self-judge or is there this other way that we can pause and meet it with kindness can we remember to offer kindness to ourselves to others and to the situations that we find ourselves in so next time perhaps during this very meditation or the next one or as you stand up from this meditation and you're caught you find yourself caught in some kind of suffering can you pause and say may I meet this with kindness may I offer the the kindness and friendliness and space that I need in the traditional metta practice we use phrases and they're repeated over and over again but you can also use um, a sort of just a tone or a feeling kind of a, a, a state of mind you don't have to necessarily use the words it can be an image also so you can use the words the phrases images 
or just this tone, this sense of kindness and friendliness. And once you've sort of determined that, then that is what you come back to again and again throughout the meditation. So you um, experience, you get in touch with, become familiar with this wish to offer kindness to yourself and others, or you repeat the phrases. And then in the formal metta practice, those phrases or those, those wishes are directed to uh, different categories of beings. And as I said earlier, you start with yourself, and then there's this spiraling outward to include other beings. So as we practice this, um, I'll uh, invite you, uh, I'll present the, the classical phrases and just phrases in general, but feel free to experiment. Feel free to use those phrases if they feel appropriate to you. But um, allow yourself to, to explore and experiment. And just to remember that um, metta practice is really the, the most important aspect of it is that it's done in a spirit of care. So it, it allows us to call upon care and kindness, and then that allows us to be with things as they are. The other thing about metta is it's ultimately it's unconditional. So when offered toward all aspects of ourselves and when offered to different categories of beings, even difficult people, the so-called category of our enemies, it's a practice of ultimately not judging or discriminating, but offering the phrases indiscriminately. So the classical phrases are generally um, this. May I be safe from harm. May I be happy. May I be healthy and strong. And may I li live with ease. So a sense of safety, happiness, health, ease, and peace. And these phrases, or again, it can be the feeling tones or other phrases or words that come naturally to you, are offered to each of the category of beings. And you just really repeat the, the phrases, the, the tones, and having them come as much as possible from your heart. It's like, kind of like forming an intention and then planting the seeds with no, uh, no fixation on the outcomes. It's just planting, like planting seeds, using the power of your intention. Some other phrases that can be used are, may I accept myself, may I touch peace, may I live with calmness and ease, may I be filled with loving kindness, and so on and so on. There are many, many different ways to, to phrase the, these. The practice is lighthearted. It can be done anywhere. And um, traditionally, it's actually, as I mentioned, it's done in a sitting. It's a formal, it's a formal sitting uh, practice. But it's also um, really a wonderful practice that you can bring to anywhere, anytime. You can take this with you. So I suggest that you try that throughout the rest of today, you know, offering metta um, in anything that you might be doing. So you might even simple things like as you wash your hands, can you bring some kindness to that act? As you stand waiting to, to get your plate of food, as you walk to your room, opening a door, or passing someone in the hallway, 
you know, since you're not making a lot of eye contact, maybe it's just passing someone and offering that being metta, your kindness. As you wake up in the morning and as you go to sleep, maybe the last thing is this. May this act benefit all beings. May I meet this moment with kindness. So I give you license to explore and experiment and encourage you to give it some time. Sometimes it feels mechanical and forced, particularly when we're first doing it. But uh, as you let the practice settle down and give it a chance, you might find some uh, real benefit and interesting experiences from it. So just because we're not going to have time today to go through all of the categories of being, let me just introduce the categories, the classic uh, categories of beings that you offer metta to. And then today's meditation, we're going to focus mostly on offering metta to ourselves. So that's where it begins. And actually, the Buddha said that um, anyone who loves oneself can never harm another. But yet this category of oneself can be the hardest one to do. It's kindness toward ourselves is really the doorway toward kindness toward others. And yet it can be difficult to do this. So if it does become difficult to offer kindness to yourself, some of the things that might be helpful are to just try to imagine yourself as a child, you know, sort of as a, an innocent, vulnerable child, and see if that uh, opens up your heart to offer kindness toward yourself. Sometimes it helps, as Tara sometimes says, is to put your hand on your heart. Sort of that touch kind of sometimes softens us to ourselves. Or you might imagine yourself in the lap of someone that loves you, the lap of uh, a loved one, or the lap of the Buddha, or Kuan Yin, being held and surrounded and supported by some loving being like that. Or sometimes you might imagine yourself as representative of all beings, you know, to just that you're, you're a human being, a being just like any other wishing to be happy. Sometimes if it's very difficult to start with oneself, it's perfectly fine to start with one of the other categories. So the second category um, is offering the phrases of loving kindness and metta, friendliness, toward a benefactor is the classic way it's, it's been interpreted. But this is, can be someone who's inspired you, someone who's easy to offer these phrases to. So you can begin there. And then, little by little, work yourself back to yourself if it's difficult. So the second category is offering the phrases of loving kindness to an inspiring person or being. The third category is to offer the phrases to a good friend. It can be a pet or a good friend, but someone who you have a relaxed, good feeling toward. The fourth category is a neutral person, which is a very interesting category. So this can be offering phrases of metta, tones, your wishes of well-being and and kindness to people that are beings that you don't have an opinion about, that you neither like or dislike, a cashier, someone you run into on a daily basis but that you don't know well. And then the fifth category is moving to more difficult beings. So this, again, is the category classically defined as the enemy difficult person. And it's suggested that when we move to that category that we not choose the most difficult person 
at first, but maybe someone who's just annoying, you know, maybe a politician, <laughs> the one I use sometimes. But this category, it's really um, very, we won't, we won't have time over the course of the weekend, maybe over the course of the week we will, to really focus on that. So that's one for you just to explore on your own later and to be really slow and patient with that category. But it can be a very, um, a, a very transformative place to, to spend time. Longfellow said, if we could read the secret enemies, the secret history of our enemies, we should find in each person's life sorrow and suffering enough to disarm all hostility. So that's the practice of the difficult person category. And then the sixth and last category is we really open the circle to all beings, all beings everywhere. So as you can see, there's sort of this you know, the spiraling outward of ever-growing circles of beings that we can offer this kindness and, and metta to. So let's practice. Um, why don't you just take a moment to stretch so that when you sit back to the sitting posture, your body's alert and present. And then just come to a comfortable sitting posture. And taking a few moments just to settle into the posture. Taking a few deep breaths. Relaxing. Letting your attention drop into the body and just noticing what it feels like. allowing your attention to move to the heart area. Just noticing the sensations there. You might notice movement of the breath. You might notice warmth or the touch of your clothing. And just allowing the attention to rest there on the sensations at the heart area.
So opening up to our wish to be happy and peaceful, we begin by offering these phrases of loving kindness, metta, toward ourselves. So in this, you're both offering, giving these phrases, these wishes, and at the same time receiving the wishes of kindness and care and friendliness. And again, just using the phrases or if it feels more comfortable to offer an image or a feeling tone toward oneself. May I be safe from harm. May I have health. May I be happy and well. May I, may I live with ease. have peace in my life. So just repeating those phrases and it doesn't matter the order or other words, phrases, images and just directing these wishes to ourselves letting them fall like rain gentle rain. May I be safe from harm. May I be happy and well. May I accept myself. May, may I live my life with ease and calmness. May I be filled with loving kindness. continue to awaken. Letting your attention keep coming back to this offering of kindness and friendliness.
May I be happy and safe, peaceful and calm. healthy and strong. May I meet my experience with kindness. We offer these warm-hearted and gentle wishes toward ourselves. So we'll move to offering kindness and friendliness to the category of all beings by first just offering our wishes to the beings in this room to your fellow yogis faces might come up in your mind, if they do, just allow that. Maybe beings that you know by name. And those beings you don't know. But just holding all the beings in this room, in your heart, and offering these phrases of metta to the people gathered here. May all these beings here, may we all be happy and well. May we be safe from harm, physical and mental harm. May we be at ease, touch peace. May we be filled with loving kindness. May we continue on this path to awakening.
and then winding the circle a bit to include other people that may be in this building, on this land, but also to include other beings, animal beings, the four-legged beings, the two-legged, the many-legged, the beings that are flying overhead in this land and the ones that are living in the ground and the buildings and the trees, all the people who work here. May all these beings be well and happy, be safe and peaceful. May they be surrounded with loving kindness. And then if you can imagine beyond this land, this property, in all directions, above and below us, in front and behind us, and on each side of us, in all six directions, allowing your wishes, your offerings of well-being and happiness and kindness to extend as far as possible to all beings everywhere. To beings who might be suffering in this moment. To beings who are happy and joyful and peaceful in this moment. We offer our loving kindness to all these beings May all beings be happy and well. May all beings be safe from harm. May all beings touch their inner peace and live lives with calmness and ease. May all beings be filled with loving kindness. May all beings awaken.
Thank you.